On today's episode of The Investing Revolution, we're going to talk about planning for your retirement with real estate investments. This is The Investing Revolution, a podcast designed to help your real estate investment strategy. On this podcast, we'll teach you the actionable steps to take and pitfalls to avoid so that your real estate investing can thrive. Welcome to The Investing Revolution. I am your host, Jonathan Cook, and today we're going to talk about planning for your retirement through real estate investment. Um, I have a very good friend and a, and a client uh, that, that I speak to on uh, you know, a semi-regular basis. He, he's, he's a good pal. And uh, he, he was talking to me about planning for his retirement. He, he, he came to me asking about, hey, Jonathan, I know that you walk people through real estate investment and and how best to plan for this and you know he's in his 40s and he was thinking you know i own my own company and this is great as long as i'm working but but i i want to start planning for how, how exactly i can just retire just just have enough real estate have enough investments that you know in 10 years or so i can be down on a beach and Costa Rica, sipping on Mai Tais and, and living, living the good life without having to, you know, constantly, you know, work the hustle and, and, and work, you know, my hands to the bone and, and working so hard and just, you know, live on easy street, which that was a very exciting conversation for me because I love to help my friends plan for this type of, of future. And so, I want to discuss that with everyone today, just kind of an overview plan of what this type of a plan can look like and how to go about uh, structuring how that's going to be built. Um, initially, we, we talked about what his strategies were, what, what kinds of investments um, he's comfortable with, what type of capital he can put down on the properties. What, what he is looking to do or what he can do every year to sort of build a, a nest egg for retirement, which that's, that's the name of the game. You, you want to be able to uh, own assets that are, that are making you money where you don't have to do as much for them. You're not, you're not in that day-to-day. And what we planned was a, a 10-year plan of essentially Burr strategy properties that would ultimately uh, gross him, you know, about a hundred thousand dollars a year in cash flow. Uh, you know, it's going to come up with you know, about $6 million in assets over that time frame, And, and it starts really, really reasonably. And so I want to want to discuss what that looks like in terms of his example of a retirement plan, but, but how we got there and, and, and break it down in terms of much more clarification than just saying, you know, buy pro- five properties a year for 10 years, rent them all out and retire at the end of it. That's, that's ultimately the goal. That's, that's what his strategy is in a nutshell. But I, I want to discuss how that works well, because can just anyone go out there and just throw a dart at a board and pick five properties a year and, and, and make this work. No, 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 no. This has to be planned, you know, in advance. It has to be walked through a, a series of markets. You have to plan 
what kinds of investments they're going to be. And the more planning that you have, is everything going to go by, go you know, according to plan? Of course not. But having the plan, that's the backbone for the entire uh, retirement process here. So, so I want to discuss what that looks like for him, what that could look like for you, and, and see how we can go about helping everyone get there. So the initial aspect that we were looking at is what kinds of investments he wanted to do, what kind of capital he has. Um, and, and he was saying, you know, I, you know, I've got 50 grand cash that, that I'd love to deploy. I mean, what kind of house can I get for, you know, for, with $50,000 cash? There's a couple ways that you can look at that. You can take 50 grand and put that as, you know, 20% down on, uh, you know, that would be a $250,000 house. And you kind of let that go for appreciation for 10 years. And that is one way to plan for that and rent it the entire time. But there are much more aggressive strategies and the Burr strategy is one of them. You can take that 50 grand and divide it up into five $10,000 down payments on sub $100,000 properties on some hard money loans, which is the, the route that we've planned for with my pal here. Um, the idea is buying properties that the ARV, which that is the after repair value, is going to be around $100,000. And you know, I know that some of you guys are listening from markets where that is so far beyond a possibility that, that it sounds crazy. What can you get for $100,000? We're not even talking about buying them at $100,000. We're talking about buying $60,000 properties. We're talking about buying $50,000 properties. And there's plenty of those. If you haven't looked outside of your own market, now is a great time to do so. Look to the Southeast, look at uh, the Midwest. There's there's tons of markets. Indianapolis is a great one. Ohio's got a bunch of markets like this. Alabama, Georgia, Florida. There are places where you can look and you're not buying in secondary markets. You're buying in tertiary markets. Now, I'm in Atlanta or the Atlanta area and, and you know, Atlanta is a nice secondary market. It's it's nearly a primary market. It's 6 million people in the Atlanta market. But there's plenty of space outside of 285 where there are sub $100,000 properties. And we were looking at two very specific markets in, in South Atlanta, uh, one being uh, Griffin, one being LaGrange, to where these types of properties exist and they, they sell all day, every day in, in that sub $100,000 price range. And now... We have seen other investors, um, nationwide investors, getting in there, and you can see the, the, the ARVs, the after repair values, climbing because people are putting in <clears throat> flip type of uh, investments in that area, especially when the market was, was selling so quickly, when people were able to you know, list a house for a day and have 15 offers. We, we saw a lot of investors doing flip projects in these areas because the numbers make a whole lot of really good sense. Um, and they're, they're justifying their, their values on, you know, we're going to buy a house for $50,000, put $50,000 in it, sell it for $150,000, take our $50,000 profit and walk away. Now that is not something that is sustainable. Of course it's not. Uh, that's not what we're planning for in his uh, retirement plan, even a little bit. Um, but areas where we are seeing those types of investments pop up are pretty good indicators of being able to make a burr project work. So <clears throat> we're taking a look at these areas and we found 
<clears throat> excuse me, several properties under a hundred thousand dollars that once we have looked through the amount of work that they need, how much um, you know actual capital expense we need to put in those after a total of a hundred thousand dollar investment, um, those properties will be you know over market can mark you know standard market conditions. You know you're able to buy these properties at fifty, sixty thousand dollars. You know go ahead and assess the major um, you know capital expense. Uh, items like a roof and HVAC, you know, your major plumbing issues, make sure that during your due diligence, you're not running into anything that's going to be a 20 or $30,000 expense, but that allows you some room to go in there and put some aesthetic touches in there. Your LVP floors, for example, it's a great addition. Uh, I talk about those a lot. There's a reason for it. Um, LVP, which is luxury vinyl plank. There's many different versions of the same thing. The idea there is it's not real hardwood. It's usually a vinyl product. It comes in planks. It looks really nice. It looks just like hardwoods, but the fact that it's vinyl gives it a really long lifespan. They're water resistant. They're, you know, you know, Break resistant. You can drop stuff on them. You can drop all kind of you know pots, pans, you know kids, dogs, whatever, and it doesn't cause a ton of damage. Which I suggest putting those down in these properties, mostly because they last a long time. If you roll out carpet, is it going to be cheaper? Of course it is, but you're going to have to replace carpet every three to five years, with depending on the tenant. And when we're looking at properties in these markets. We're talking C-class properties. So C-class properties tend to have lower income tenants. Those lower income tenants have less free time to clean. And when you put carpet under their feet, it's hard for them to keep. Um, and, and that this is a sweeping generalization, I'm aware. But when you have you know, two people having to earn income in a property, they have significantly less time to clean meticulously and keep cheaper carpet in great condition. So I start out by just saying, let's go ahead and put in the LVP floors. So these types of improvements are what we're using to force appreciation in these properties from the beginning. And it's very important to note that we started out this plan buying distressed properties. Distressed properties are things that are well below regular market conditions. They have damage everywhere. They're not really livable at the time of purchase. You couldn't just buy the property and then go hang your clothes up in the closet. These need significant repairs, and we're aware of that at the, at the start. And so if you're looking at fifty or $60,000 properties that your all-in renovations is going to be you know, forty dollars to $50,000, you're all-in at about $100,000. So that's what we're planning for. We're planning for $500,000 investments in year one. And so that's going to be five properties that we've actually been able to make look really, really nice. We've got LVP flooring in there. We've got granite countertops in there. We've got a nice new coat of paint. We've made them look nice. They have new HVAC systems in there, new roofs, if that's what one of the things that were needed. So with that level of investment, with that level of margin between purchase price and targeted ARV, um, you've got a you got a lot of wiggle room there to make these properties really nice. Now, the extra bonus is looking at these markets and seeing what they've been doing for rent for the previous you know four or five years. Um, four or five years ago, the rents in these areas were well under 
you know, seven hundred dollars. They were six fifty, you know, six seventy five. Uh, we saw in two thousand eighteen these went up to right over seven hundred, and they climbed up to nine hundred in twenty twenty when the market got really hot for rentals because the inventory is incredibly low. Right now, these properties in these areas are renting at about a thousand dollars a month. I mean, that's that's low median. So. The median is what we target for, especially in a long-term investment. We don't want to shoot for, oh, there have been properties that have rented for $1,500. That's not a good source to plan a 10-year investment off of. One person did it once. Is That's that's anecdotal, and it is not the kind of data that we want to use when planning a long-term investment here. So if we're targeting about $1,000 a month rent, we're talking about a $100,000 property with a $1,000 a month rent. I mean, if you're looking at your, your mortgage being $545, there's there's a lot of wiggle room in between there, even paying my management fees and all the fees that I'm going to tack on for helping him plan this retirement. We're, we're ultimately talking about in year one, cash flowing about $4,000 a year on all five of these properties. Now, that's, that's just step one. The great thing, because these are Burr projects, the ARV at $100,000 that's just kind of our all in. The real after repair value that what we're looking for is we're probably going to make about $20,000 equity on each one of those properties, which that turns into $100,000 equity, which you can get what is essentially a, a HELOC type of loan on your investments. And you're going to take out 80%, 70 to 80% of that. You've got 70 or $80,000 cash. You can take the profits and restart this entire process over again. So year two, you're doing the exact same thing. You're buying five more properties at the same price points because you can always move down to those new markets where these types of, of properties exist. And, and the cool thing is in the Southeast, in you know South Atlanta specifically, that, that bubble is, is forever moving outward from from the center of Atlanta and so there's always another distressed market that you can you can buy into and make this process work and if you're tar- once you find the distressed properties or the or the the new market where the bubble's about to reach you you just go ahead and put all five of them right there and and it's and it's a very repeatable process so what we looked at <clears throat> was repeating this process every year for 10 years uh, the the overall returns that he was going to end up having was something uh, around ninety eight thousand dollars a year in true cash flow. And when I say true ca- cash flow, I don't just mean the difference between mortgage and rent. I'm talking taking out all my fees. I'm talking about taking out taxes. I'm talking about taking out regular maintenance on these properties. I'm talking about taking out a turn cost every three years on average. And and that's the type of planning. That if you're making a 10-year retirement plan on, on real estate investment and you you think, oh, this is really easy, just buy five properties a year, you know, target these numbers and just repeat the process. The, the, the planning comes down to knowing on average how long your tenants are going to last, how much is maintenance going to cost, what are the taxes going to look like, and planning for every small expense for the next 10 years for each one of these properties. And you just use your laws of averages and you're going to get statistical uh, information to just kind of analyze and plug and play. Now, are all those going to be exactly accurate? Do I expect him to make $98,458 and 64 cents exactly in cash flow after, you know, on, on year 10? 
No, of course I don't. But that's what we're targeting as his roundabout numbers. Um, the, the neat thing about that is we haven't even talked about reissuing the equity because we, we talked about every year taking that equity portion out and plugging it into the next set of properties, the next five properties. So you're taking out the equity on the first five properties and then the second five properties, and then the third five properties, fourth all the way through until you're at you know year 10. And now you have 50 properties. Now you've got the extra bonus of those first five properties now have another nine years worth of appreciation. Those second five properties have an additional eight years of appreciation seven, six, five, the overall total value of said portfolio of 50 properties is around $6 million in the end of this. We're just talking about very specific numbers. And we were actually diving into the, the 10 year history of each one of these markets, looking at where those numbers were going and, and looking at very specific uh, addresses and how that's going to work. I mean, we're, we're working with medians and averages and stuff here to plan this out. But the point is making these types of investment plans do not cost as much money as you think. $50,000 buying you five properties is great, especially considering how much money that that turns into just repeating a process over and over because the, the initial investment of that $50,000, that's all he's, that's, all of the money that he is putting in from today, like that's it. The rest of the money for these properties comes out of equity build and cash flow in these properties. You, you build out your reserve account so that when you have uh, unexpected expenses, you have the money to now tackle that, take care of it, fix it, keep these properties in very good condition so that you have really high quality tenants in the property the whole time. So you don't you know, have something to where they get in disrepair and you lose equity in the property. The whole idea is to do it on a smaller scale that you can control. And five properties a year is a relatively small scale, especially if you're comparing yourself to Blackstone or Amherst or any of these big companies that are buying, you know, five properties an hour or whatever they're buying them at. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 a really planable. It's it, it's a it's the kind of thing that with a little bit of knowledge and and help from someone that that understands how to make these processes work for you that it's beyond attainable it's attainable for everyone listening to this podcast you can do this as well this is one type of investment this is specifically this is just his retirement plan the additional money that he is going to make on top of this he can use to diversify in you know, stocks, bonds, crypto. Um, he can take the the additional profits that he's getting out of this and put it on whatever he wants. He can buy a boat. He can buy whatever he wants because the idea of just taking the $50,000 and repeating that process, that's actually the easy part. Every single year, if you're taking about out $70,000, you've got $20,000 in profit off of each, you know, reinvestment of that equity. So it's just numbers and it grows in scale at such a level to where five properties a year, that, that's not actually a lot of time out of your day, week, year. He's got a whole business that he's running. He's got the rest of, of his days that he's got to go and you know build his own company up and 
run his marketing and do his actual uh, uh, company. He's got to run his own business and he doesn't have time to go and do all the work on all these properties himself, which that's what we've planned for. And it takes, it takes a team of people that, that understand how to make these uh, investments work for you to do them th- at this level of an efficiency and, and to do this plan at a level to where he is not having to stop everything to buy all five properties, do all the work himself, collect all the rent himself. That would be you know, really a uh, difficult process trying to do this all on your own. And, and I'm here to tell you that you don't need to do that. He is going to end up with $6 million <clears throat> in assets in 10 years and $100,000 a year in cash flow that he can just kind of sit on and take. And now he's in his 40s, so he won't even be at technically retirement age by the time he should be able to retire and live very comfortably. But he's not going to do it himself. He's going to have a team of people, me, um, our, our team here at Revolution, uh, you know, general contractors, uh, you know, private equity lenders. He's going to have a team of people around him to allow him to do this. Now, he's going to make the majority of these profits. Do we make money? Of course we do. Does the mortgage company make money? Of course they do. General contractors. It's, it's okay to make money while letting other people make money at the same time. So, so don't worry about, oh, I can't do this on my own and I don't want to pay someone else to do it. You should pay people what they're, you know, bringing value to you for. And, and it's, and it's okay to hire someone that understands how to walk you through this process. And that's what he's doing. And what's going to be great is in 10 years when this process is done, I mean, of course there's no guarantees in life, but we are pretty conservative with our plans here in 10 years. He's going to be sitting on so much, so much money in terms of just what he owns how much cash flow he has that if he wants to sell it, he's certainly welcome to sell the whole portfolio. And the great news is partnering with someone like me, the great aspect of that is if he's ready to liquidate, I've already got hundreds of investors waiting to buy that portfolio when he's ready to sell it. That's the great thing about partnering with uh, property management companies or property managers, especially those that, that work in investment space. Because I, he, he is one of hundreds of clients that we have that are looking to do the same kind of thing. And some of them aren't looking to do it quite as slowly as he is. I have investor clients that are ready to buy 50 properties today. And if I gave them an option on a $6 million portfolio that's ready to go, it's, got, it's completely tenanted. Everything is ready. All the capital expenses are already handled. We've got a 10-year history on all of the tenants and all the maintenance work orders and everything else because it's been under one company, been under one management team for the previous 10 years. That adds a ton of value to those investors that are just wanting to buy that cash flow or wanting to buy uh, the, the just 9% return off the top. It's, it's packaged and ready and all we got to do is just change names on who we send the checks to. So all the way through from the start to you know exiting the strategy, Partnering with someone is is allowing him to not only help him build the plan, find the properties that he doesn't have the expertise to find on his own, pick the right types of improvements to those properties to get the most out of his you know forced appreciation, find the highest quality tenants to put in those properties that are going to last the longest and ultimately make him the most money because 
we know that the biggest expense that you you know have in in rental investment is always vacancy you lose more money in vacancy than you do on maintenance or evictions or anything else when it's vacant that's when you you're losing the most money so having a team that can handle all of these issues absolutely from day one is what makes this 10-year plan not only uh you know easily uh, uh realized it's also you know not, not it's not guaranteed but it's it's ready to go it's we've got the tools we've got everything in place all he has to do is just hit go and, and we're we're ready to move forward whenever he's ready and so that's what i want to get across to everyone today um if you're you're looking at real estate investment from just listening to podcasts over and over i i, I know i have several friends that that listen to our podcast and several other real estate investment podcasts and they've been listening for years and yeah i can't wait to start i'm i'm looking looking for that moment to start how do i how do i get going and what what do i need to do how do i how do i move take the next steps that slows everyone down i mean every time that you are looking for oh i've got to wait for that perfect moment you're just delaying making this kind of money i mean if if you started 10 years ago you could be retiring on your 10-year plan today. So, so if you're waiting for your sign of what do I need to do? How do I need to plan? Step one is call someone like me. Step one is find someone to help you make a plan and then point you in all the right directions. Because am I going to be the you know, absolute end-all, be-all for, ev- for every aspect of this plan for my, my friend? Of course not. I'm not going to go do the work. I don't, I don't know how to build a roof or uh, do plumbing or uh, I do know a little bit about electrical work. My dad taught me quite a bit. He, he grew up with an electrician dad. So, uh, you know, th- there's some things that I, I am aware of, but I'm not going to go do that. I'm going to point him to the right investments. I'm going to help him make his plan. And ultimately, we're going to manage the assets for him. Um, so that, that should be step one. Reach out to someone that can help you make a plan for it. Once you've got that plan, go. Just start Start today. Um, and, and as long as you are uh, working with someone that knows how your plan is going to go and uh, you, you finds you a market where you can make this work, you should be in really good hands investing in real estate for your future because that's, that's, how, that's how all the money's made. Uh, the, the, that's, that's how Warren Buffett makes his money. That's how Donald Trump makes his money. That's how most people that are wealthy make their money is they own the real estate. Um, so, you know, reach out, reach out to me, send me an email. Um, let us know if we can, we can help you start your plan. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want someone to help build a 10 year plan with you, I am available. Uh, reach out to another, any, any property managers, reach out to property managers that, that know how investment is supposed to work and they should be able to walk you through a plan like this. And, and once you have it, just execute, um, but I, I hope everyone learned a little bit of something today and, and everyone's got some, some fire under them to, to get ready to plan their next 10 years. Uh, thank you for uh, you know, watching and listening today. Make sure to like and subscribe and click the notification bell at the top of the page. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Thank you so much.